All right. Here's your recap. We ended last session with Chai invoking the house rule of I know a guy. And the guy that she knows is a winter ladron named Ferdin who hangs out in the Forever Festival. And he is a smuggler. So Chai wants to engage Ferdin's services uh, to help smuggle the three of you out of Sindara after you commit a serious crime against the courts. Um, you have a working theory that all of the birds in the Summer Queen's aviary are actually the magic items that you're after, polymorphed by fey magic into a dazzling array of exotic birds. You think this because Chai basically witnessed this uh, firsthand. She encountered two birds in the near-empty vault atop the central tower of the courts, and the birds turned into magic items after they were dealt a small amount of damage. Um, Sarah, can you give us a quick recap as to what magic items you received from that? I think one was a sword, was it not? Yes. So one was a sword uh, known as the Defender, a short sword, and it was a plus three attack and damage, which I'm very excited about. And then the other one was a small chime that is basically a magical item that has alarm on it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, with all this going on, uh, the courts are on edge because it's the time of omens. And not long ago, you had unleashed a bunch of monsters from the Palace of Trials as a diversion from Chai breaking into the vault. Uh, definitely no one's going to read into that. <laughs> we did We did do that. Yep, yeah, we did, in fact. Yep, yeah, that was a thing. Uh, many in the court are expecting the requisite meteor shower any day now, at which point the courts will officially convene to decide if they will war with anyone. Until then, the queen is spending all of her time in her chambers, which is fairly normal. Gutterbird has sent in Grease Trap to monitor her and will alert him telepathically if she leaves her chambers, which would be when you would presumably go in and, and enact your plan B, heist B. Um, can you give us a quick recap of what your heist B plan is? I would love to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and we are going to do so in and, due process. And, and we, will, we will definitely get I there. I believe it involved um, a fireball. Oh, yeah, I think so. In the fullness of time. <laughs> so I, I, uh, while in podcast time, it was approximately 20 minutes ago that we had that conversation. In real life, it was a significant amount of time. Yeah, it's been about, um, what, like two months-ish? Two months? <laughs> Something along those lines. So why you so gotta take what, notes. I did take notes, but I was in a oh. panic state and I didn't know how to. <laughs> well, no, the plan. My storytelling is too riveting. I'm putting you I, in a panic was, state to the point was, where you can't Tim. take where you can't take uh, accurate notes. You can't take it. it. I was too in, too engrossed in the plot points you were providing. Um, uh, so what I recall through my keen mind feet. <laughs> Do as, you have keen mind? As Matt Orton, yes. <laughs> oh, okay. It's, it's on Matt's um, character sheet. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Because after th as after three months, uh, I forget everything. Mm, that but is quite up to that three month period, I got it. Um, no, we we had <laughs> planned to get uh, old GB inside, throw down the FB, because even if they make the save, they still take a little bit of damage, and we can get almost all of them at once, and then we yes. just pick up everything. Yes, like. 
So rage loot into the bag of holding and then sneak away through some underground waterway, I assume. So yes, what I what the general plan was. There's just a key aspect that I am forgetting that I hope that maybe someone will remember. Yeah, basically, like based on the mo- angle of the moon and the sun, we had come up with the fact that we think we can get all of the birds in a fireball. Um, or at least the vast majority, like vast majority yeah. based on the dome shape and whatever. So that is the plan. What And then we were going to leave town immediately, which is when I invoked the I know a guy yes. for the smuggler to get us out. What I don't remember uh, is I know we were going to do this when she was not in her chambers, because then we can have access. I just can't remember how we were going to get access to the chambers past the guards. That's what I don't remember. Ah, we had talked about it. Great question. I believe that they need a physical manual recalibration of their consciousness. <laughs> I was. What, I, what, I thought we were going to be mildly sneak. I thought there was like a an invisible thing, or we were going to do like, uh, like just ask to go in. Like I was going to try. I don't. I or with this with um, uh, the prince get go in. Like, I can't remember. That's what I don't yeah, remember. I, I feel like there was a variety of things mentioned that ranged from wild shape to polymorph to prince to physical manual recalibration of their consciousness. Yes, that is what I do not recall. So but before we get too deep. deep into that, I do want to point out all while all this is going on, the three of you know that Rosemary, one of the Queen's advisors, is a fiend in disguise. And speaking of fiends, Gutterbird's patron gave him a secret mission to obtain the obsidian shard from the Twilight Scape and hand it over to him. And uh, based on comments from Thane and from the Summer Queen, Chai suspects that uh, Basil, or Basil, may be somewhere in the Twilight Scape, alive or dead, no one knows. So this is where we pick up with you um, putting the finishing touches on your masterful plan here and uh as soon as you have like a way to get past the guards we can we can jump into the i guess the 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 end end stage of your plan of like being smuggled out and going where i might ask well i think we needed to go talk to yeah i was like we were gonna have a conversation with Oh, I just uh, meant like once you're like when you're getting smuggled out, where are you getting smuggled out to is sort of what I Oh, I think we're trying to get to the Oh, uh Zimbabwe. <laughs> I think we're trying to get to the Twilight Scape. I think we're trying to get in there because we don't we based on what we determined, we don't have a lot of time. Mm-hmm. So I think we were there yeah, thank you literal ticking clocks. Yes, there is a a ticking clock. Um, two ticking clocks, one for your <laughs> level of suspicion, which remains at a one out of four, and a ticking clock, I will say it has more than four segments. It has one segment filled in on Grey Ladron finishing waking up the Beholder. Well, I was going to say, so I don't know, I guess we have to plan with Faradin, and that might that might affect how, like, whether we need more time. Like, if that is my thing, it was like, if we are have a good plan that's going to be, like, in place, then not taking out the guards might be advantageous mm-hmm. or at least some kind of I don't know mm-hmm. but obviously I mean we're about to set off a fireball as the current plan so it's not going to be quiet but I'd like to know our exit strategy before we plan dealing with the guards yeah so do we have we heard back from Ferdin? oh did you send him like an animal messenger or something yeah I was going to tell him yeah you did send an animal yeah, I told him to uh, meet at my parents' place, our old hangout, like the basement, like as teenagers. Okay. Would. 
going full foreman. Though I do want to go to the freaking carnival if we've because we've got time while we're waiting for the omens, right? Mm, yeah. I was, okay. No, I was just gonna say like because we were also. I had sent the message saying to meet him at my place, so I figured that that would be our base of operation. But um, I don't mind the idea of we're, if we're killing time checking out that carnival. I mean, or the not carnival, the whatever it's called. It's up to you if you if you want to if if you summon him or if you go there. Which which do you want? Which do I think, knowing the space, would I perceive to be? less suspicious I'll say Ferdin's kind of a notorious figure for being like he's well known for for smuggling stuff and the, the courts really don't like him so he would be he would kind of stand out so we should go to him yeah I'll say that if he if he meets with you it's going to be an automatic one tick on the suspicion clock okay let's go to him let's I cannot I'll say something <laughs> okay <laughs> well, hang on. Here's a choice. Here's a choice. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. But he meets with you. We could meet with him there and still be suspicious. Oh, uh, it's true. <laughs> the Forever anyway, Festival is, is in its own little environ where time passes more quickly. So yes, that, that would concern. that would tick a clock, uh, a tick a piece on the Aladdin clock. So you <laughs> you got to pick. God damn it. Yeah, babe. You gotta pick. <laughs> no, I was gonna. No, don't you dare! Don't you dare! Uh, is there a chance that if we go to the festival, we'd also miss the time of omens? Um, I mean, it's conceivable. Yeah. In like, if you're very to the point and not dilly dallying, sure. Uh, I, I think you would be like, a, you know, a couple hours would be most of the day. If you if you spend more than a couple hours there, then then there would be a chance. But if you're pretty, if, you know, um, disciplined with your time, then you should be okay. Uh, I think we should go to the festival. Okay. Cool. Should we all go to the festival? I don't know, because mostly I think like we I think we have less less wedges than the Aladdin do, so that's what I'm going with. But anyway, um, okay. So I'm festival decided. Um, I think would it be it would prob would it be suspicious for Thane to be there? No, I don't think so. I mean, I gave you the choice. I don't want to be too cruel. Um, so <laughs> if if you want Thane, Thane to come along, then. But here's the thing: you know that Firden and Thane don't get along with each other. I know, but I do love the drama. <laughs> Uh, no, well, I know. Now I know how this is gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> I just want a Twilight-esque a rom. Uh, I was supposed to say rom-com, but that is not what Twilight yeah, is. Well, is, I mean, it is, is what Twilight a is. Pure comedy, yeah. rom-rom. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I guess. I mean, what do you I think? Guess... What do you what like? What value add does Thane bring to to this whole excursion? Yeah, not. I guess. I guess not much. I think it is. I think this should be a me solo, but I just don't. I just don't like the idea of going solo. Well, this begs the other question: is, is if you're in there and are potentially delayed by some random happenstance, if we're out here with Thane, we could just go with the plan. Yeah, I think that's that's my concern as well. Okay, so what I will do is I will give you guys the bag of holding. Got my satchet. <laughs> I will, and I will go to the 
the festival. Do you, Bugaboo? <gasps> Bugbearaboo? Because, yeah, I think Thane, Thane might be able to get you into that room quietly if you need to. He's the best chance. So. Thaddeus starts teaching Thane duo tear to play with Grutterbird. <laughs> so I'm just making a note about a dice that I just rolled. <laughs> it could be good or bad. You have no idea. <laughs> that's that's what's literally killing. That is, li- yeah, that is literally what is causing the I, pain in my chest I right now. I actually watched five years of her life fly out the back of her skull. <laughs> Thanks. You just robbed <sighs> Cagney of her like Golden Girls fantasy. <laughs> Golden Girls <laughs> retirement plan. <laughs> okay. Um, so to get to the Forever Festival, Chai knows that she has to go to a lake called the Lake of Glass. And across the Lake of Glass is the Forever Festival. Like I said, it's in its own little, you know, um, semi-sequestered area uh, just outside the capital city here. And the way that you get to the Forever Festival is on a ship that glides across the lake um, and it is a living creature. Uh, the boat creature is captained by an Asimar named Seraphin. The boat arrives at, at the shore and lets you and a couple of other, you know, people going to this festival on. And Seraphin recognizes you as someone from the courts and uh, makes makes some small talk and uh, and mentions that oh the the ship she's hungry. Do you have anything? Might make our travel a bit more expedient. Uh, what does the ship enjoy eating? <laughs> what doesn't the what doesn't the ship enjoy eating? He pats the side of it. Hey, Snapdragon! <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I can definitely do good berry. Yeah, I guess I'll just do some good berry. This is good berries. All sure. right. Let me just make sure the timing of that. I'm like, is that like an hour or something stupid to cast that? Goodberries? No. I'm just making sure that it's not a weird time. No, no, no. Okay. No, instantaneous. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll uh, create some goodberries. I don't have like create food or anything, and I don't have the bag, so. Uh, he Seraphin says that he is very thankful, and the ship Snapdragon grumbles in appreciation, happily consuming the goodberries. While you are sailing across the sea of glass, you notice that like. It's not actually gliding through water; it's floating. So this, this is a like a, a ship that I guess doubles conceivably water and air. Um, and Seraphin's gonna try to engage you in some small talk. Um, he says he's, you, you know, rumor has it that you're here with a couple of humans. Yes, my uh, travel companions. Uh, I met them on my diplomatic duties, and they've proven quite useful. Uh, so we've been traveling together for the last little bit. Um, and they didn't, uh, they didn't fancy coming to the festival with you? No, they're hanging out uh, at my, uh, well, at my parents' place. They're, they're actually, they're quite partial to the pancakes uh, in town. So I think they're probably hitting that up for dinner as we speak. He gazes at the front of the ship and he says, well, we're making record time. I thank you for your good berries. You know what you can do? is if you if you have a few minutes to spare get on over to the black market and tell tell them that uh, seraphin 
wants you to have a bit of a bargain on, on something of your choice. I do so few people feed Snapdragon here, and I greatly appreciate it. Uh, can I insight check that? Sure. Sorry, Seraph says there. So, was there like a specific wording he said, or just like says, go to the black market and ask for deals with his and like mention his name? Like, was there a code word or something? He gives you a little like secret handshake. Okay, so I'll just make note that I remember that. Yeah. Um, but I just want to know if he's like messing with me or he's trying to like fuck with me. Sure. Okay. Uh, that is a twenty-five. Oh, Seraphin seems like a stand-up guy. Okay, I'll uh, like, I'll be like, thank you. That's that's very nice of you. It's hard to believe that more people don't uh, help the feed the beast. <laughs> well, many are afraid on account of it being a merciless killing machine. Oh. Uh, well? It, it grumbles, uh, and says, sorry, Snapdragon, sorry. <laughs> she gets upset when I refer to her as a machine. She's a wonderful creature with her own desires and wants and complications. I'm sure she's quite lovely when she's not working. <laughs> okay, you disembark the ship after a few minutes. Uh, it's night in a forest, and you can see all around you that there are flowers blooming and wilting and blooming again constantly so this is how you know that you know things here are sped up so you know that Ferdin hangs out in an old mansion covered in vines and you know how to get there uh do you want to go straight there or do you want to hit up the black market first uh i think i'm going to hit up the black market I will say, like, I wouldn't have come to the festival without, like, money. Because I, I expect him to want some things for trade. Mm -hmm. So I would have taken things from the bag of holding that I think he might have, he might want, basically. Yeah. So. There's no snacks in the <laughs> I don't have snacks, but I've got all the money worth, thing the things worth money, sorry. While I'm looking up the details for the black market, uh, what are Thaddeus and Gutterbird doing, and where are they doing it? Well, Duotair does take some time to learn, so I don't know. Um, GB, do you have any ideas on things we could be doing with Thane? <laughs> um, yeah, I guess we could maybe... Um, let me think. In addition to finding a little pancake stand and playing some Duotair, is there anything that we would want to ask or anything that we could learn while we're hanging out? Probably. What do we want to know? I'm racking my brain. I mean, it wouldn't hurt to know so Thaddeus over a pancake. Now, Thane, the object of Duo Terra is to have the Don Quixote card. <laughs> and if you have the Don Quixote card, you don't need any of the wood that you had beforehand. You just win. Deep cut. Um, yep. <laughs> but... You want to trade the wood for more wood. Yeah. And then you get a feather. <laughs> I think it's most important for us to put Duo Terra aside for the moment. And uh, look to... Maybe just... To, I'd like to get a better understanding of some of the individuals that work in and around the palace. Like, what's the working man like, you know? The fae salt of the fae earth. Jesus. Um... But seriously, Thane, do you know anything about the habits of the guards that kind of would be in in and or around the 
the chambers of uh, your dear mother. Yeah, so he says that the guards are there be- not really by choice, uh, but they anyone in servitude to the queen is that way be- mostly, not always, but mostly because she has ensnared them in an intricate series of, of debts. And like their, maybe their family is in, in, indebted to her, owes them a favor, and this is how they are, you know, trying to pay that back, you know, over years and years and years, so that she doesn't call in something like super steep and ridiculous, because um, that's always kind of hanging over everyone's head who owes her a favor. Um, so they, it's kind of paradoxical because. At the one, t- at, at, on one hand, they're deeply resentful, but on the other hand, if a danger arises and they have to protect her, like a great act, uh, a heroic act to protect the queen, could, takes like yeah, a, could wipe the slate exactly. Yeah, so it's kind of a, a bizarre situation that they find themselves in. Now, with that information, it do you think? And Thaddeus is trying to like keep his voice low and like make it seem like he's still kind of chewing do you think it would be possible for us to just walk up to the two guards at the chamber room and go hey if anybody asks I knocked you out I hit you real hard do you think they'd like do you think they'd be on board with that to just let us in hmm keeps them alive hell i'd even like cut my hand open spill some human blood around to make it a little bit more of a hey i'm assuming you're having this conversation one year back at the like not in the market well, we got the pan- we got the pancakes to go <laughs> okay i'm just checking <laughs> these are these are togo pancakes <laughs> like i'd be even willing to spill a little bit of like actually hey gutterbird is it possible for us to spill a little bit of uh, the old grease trap? Be like, oh, look at all this demon blood. Must have been an incursion from another plane. Is that a possibility? Could you just hack up another devil? We're, we got options. wish I could do it on command. <laughs> oh, Technically, you can call in a favor... <laughs> I know. To your p- <laughs> <laughs> Episode Having 40, made- part three, and you still haven't done it. <laughs> I may never do it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how things go before we start, da- you know, committing to eternal damnation. Hmm. Oh. So where? Um, it won't be that bad. You're already screwed. Where, where is this conversation taking place? Uh, this conversation is taking place inside an extra-dimensional space. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> they also have that thing of scrying with them. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Good to you know. Yeah, the, the amulet of sc- preventing scrying. I don't know what it's actually called, but that's what I wrote down. Okay, a couple of scry um, babies. Right, yeah. I'll, I'll give you a minute. You you let me know where, where in the city this is happening. If it's like, you know, you're back in phase uh, of Chai's apartment or something or Oof, did you hear that? Thane's he apartment you, fae. It, you are a fae <laughs> she is a fae <laughs> oh I heard it yeah I'm hurt 
It's a real you. slap in the tits, uh, I know. We <laughs> mean you people. What do you mean, you people? No. Um, I, I mean, Thane's apartment doesn't sound like a bad place. Okay. With our scry protection and it being a place that he hangs out. Mm. Okay. Jumping back over to the black market. Um, you arrive. Actually, it's the black market is quite uh, literally just that. It is deep in a cave and it is pitch black and there are no lights allowed. I thought it was just all of the wood for the stalls is painted black. <laughs> um, so you find this vendor uh, that Seraphin had mentioned. It's a uh, very pale, sort of gaunt, but very uh, haunting looking elf uh, woman who introduces herself as Clementine. And, uh, and she... Amazing. She... Uh, Clementine the drug dealer. Love it. <laughs> Nothing's more addictive than the taste of fruit. So when you when you give her the secret handshake, she says, oh, okay, so you're here for the good, good stuff. Oh, Seraphin okay. is a yeah. good friend of mine. So she gives you a little sneak peek of a few things that she has for sale. Now, what what's your gold situation? My gold situation is slightly varied, so we communally have 471 gold pieces. I have a variety of gems and diamonds, and I have a couple of things I probably, being rare, would have brought to sell. So I have those five giant ruins. Mm, okay. Uh, and I have some of the ingot. The dwarven ingots. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so I'm not sure exactly how much of those are worth. But I figured they're rare and weird, so I'd bring them. Oh, and I have 37 silver as well. I don't know if you care about that. <laughs> oh, that's the stuff that you barfed up. Yes. Right. <laughs> I just keep barfing up silver pieces. So <laughs> that's in my own personal collection, one might say. Gut silver. Um, okay. Yeah. So she has one, two, three, four, five uh, items. Uh, she's got a ring of spell storing. A potion of fire giant strength. A circlet <gasps> of blasting, a holy shit cloak of protection, and plus two plate armor. How much is this? Like, can I afford any of this? Which one? Which one do you want? Like, which ones are you are you after? I mean, I'm inherently interested in the spell, the ring storing. Or those are not words. The ring of spell storing. The store of spell ringing. Yep, that's the one. Uh -huh. um, and so, and the cloak of protection is which again? It's just a bonus to AC. Yeah. I, and then is it a plus one or two? There's plus two plate armor, a potion of fire giant strength, and a circlet of blasting. I think I'd ask, yeah, like for a little bit of a rundown on what these items do. I know, like some of them, obviously, but circlet of blasting, I'm not positive on. So, anyways, um, I start circlet of blasting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> While wearing this circlet, you can use an action to cast the Scorching Ray spell with it. When you make these spells attacks, you do so with an attack bonus of plus five. The circlet can't be used this way again until the next dawn. So it's like a one-use Scorching Ray. Yeah. Once a day, I should say. Okay. Mm -hmm. Once a day, Ray. Fire, or er, fire giant strength. Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I'm interested in the protection, the cloak of protection. 
this ring. Oh, cloak of protection actually plus one bonus to AC and saving throws. That's oh, what I thought. Okay, that's what the ring and of then protection does. The other thing is that I'm interested in that plate armor, that two plus two plate. Uh huh. So give me give me your priorities. Is it the ring first, and then the cloak, and then the plate? Ring first, yes. I'm the one that's here, so let's go. <laughs> Take the loot out of the goblin. <laughs> <laughs> that was so natural. Like, I wasn't even trying to do a weird laugh. That was just what came out of my body. <laughs> it did sound, it did have a Mario quality to it. That was, uh, that was Jimmy Carr's laugh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, a solid Jimmy Carr. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who anyway? With your gold and um, Seraphin's secret handshake, that would get you the ring. Okay. And what you have the there's the giant runes, the ingots, and what else? I think that's all I probably would have brought. I have a bunch. Like I think in the bag of holding, we've got some like lo- general long swords and stuff, but I didn't think that that would have been enticing. So it's the ingot and the five giant ruins. I have a miscellaneous bag of gems, seven gems. Oh, they're uh, sorry, they're fifty gold each. So seven gems at fifty gold each. Is that included in the total of your gold was, coins, or that was not included oh. in my? So I technically have what is seven times fifty? Three fifty. Three hundred fifty. So it's four seventy one plus three fifty. Okay. I was my only thing was I was keeping the diamond. I wasn't gonna use the diamonds for this because I'm keeping the diamonds for revivify. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I would not be selling diamonds. So y- you didn't list specifically what diamond, or sorry, what gems I had picked up. So we but had if there were we had briefly there, mentioned this. Um, I'm not going to be particular about the type of gems. I feel like if it's any gem of a certain value can fuel that. Okay. Yeah. So I probably I have five of the seventy five gold piece ones. So I I probably would have if I sell if I use the gems. Can I get more shit? Yeah, she'll take gems as currency. Okay. I thought you had more. I was like, have I been that stingy? We don't have a ton, I will say. <laughs> um, but no, I have the seven gems of 50 I, gold. I feel like the pendulum is about to swing wildly the other way with this heist. I really hope so. <laughs> no, I, I nearly killed the entire party to get the five diamonds. Uh, and they were encrusted into the throne. Oh, and yeah, I went that's to right. Take oh, them. yeah, the shield fucking yeah. dudes. Um but I'm, I'm definitely not selling those because I want them for just in case. So it's the value of the gems that you're willing to part with. I'm going to do 350 worth. Okay. So I have seven. Oh, God, no, that is not. It's about 821 of gold plus the ruins plus the ingot. Okay. So for eight, 820, she'll do the ring and the cloak. How much would the plate have been? Um, the plate's not technically magical. It is ex- expertly crafted. I mean, her going. I think the going price on the plate would probably be f- like four. I got ten. I can hit you back. <laughs> Clementine. Uh, Clementine eyes your necklace and says, "I am also open to trades." Oh, not the necklace. Ah, uh, she does. But is that with the ingot and the ruin? She's still saying more. Oh, the the ingots and the and the runes. Um, I mean, she would do the the fire giant strength potion for that. But like for the the armor, the armor is more expensive. They can't hurt me if they're dead. 
If I were to do the plate and the ring, could I do that for the amount of gold and stuff instead of the cloak? The plate and the ring? Sure. <laughs> I know that you left the bag of holding with with the... I know. That's why I'm like, I'm down a lot of our shit that I can get rid of. Just get, like a, just uh, a real big, uh, like Tiffany's bag or something. <laughs> so you're just walking out of there like bag pretty of holding while we're having... Yeah, basically. Ah, uh, I'm gonna, I can't, I'm gonna look at her and I was like, I'll put my hand on the necklace. I was like, while I, I appreciate the offer, I am not quite ready to part with this one yet, but I'll take the cloak and the ring. Cool. You can add those to your inventory and subtract the gold of my and money. The, uh, the gems that you're okay to part with. Thaddeus turns to Gutterbird and says, man, I can't, well, it's a good thing that we've got all this money because I could probably <laughs> do with like a massage, or maybe like I even need a new cast hey, iron hey, pan. Hey. We have thirty-seven silver left. We're doing great, and she might yeah, barf like, up more at any time. Technically, in your bag, you have a hundred gold worth of stuff to sell, as all Tim mentioned. But I definitely don't have that with me. So there's stuff we can offload. You, hey, you've got a market activity. Look at you. Thaddeus sits there and goes, "Yeah, it's not worth it. I was just wondering for the plate. I was trying to think, like, if we get rid of your weird cursed armor, would that actually equal better a better thing for you? Oh, probably. <laughs> but uh, it's a better thing for me. A better, like, having bonuses to saving throws is much more valuable than me having something else. Yeah, I guess. I, don't, I made my choice. All right. The plate's there. If you if you want to venture, we back. can come. I know she said four hundred. Come gold. back when we're all kitted out. <laughs> yeah, I'm just a quick stop off on the way out of town. Here, how about this bell that does alarm? <laughs> how much is that? Oh yeah, oh you would have had the you would have had that with you. Okay, I've made my choice. I will wear the ring, obviously. Uh huh. Okay, back at uh, back at Thane's quarters. Um. The, there's a there's a knock at the door. Thaddeus slightly shifts the bong behind the chair. <laughs> N- not knowing that it's full well like decorative in this space. It's just a hookah. <laughs> I hide the lays because if we give them to the person at the door, we have to give them to everybody. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, hide. Oh, Thaddeus downs the rest of the Doritos. <laughs> We pause this. We pause the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> um, at the door is Angelica, one of the three advisors, and she says, "Oh, fantastic! I was hoping to find you, Thane, and our Mayfly friends. I'm glad that they're here as well. I was wondering if I could speak to the three of you." Sup, Jelly? Could I have a moment of your time? We would well, gladly speak with you. Is what Thaddeus responds with. Sharp. I'm just here on behalf of Our Lady, the Queen, to see that you will be in attendance once the voting commences, once the courts meet. She wants you to be there. And she's speaking directly to Thaddeus and Gutterbird uh, as our honored guests for your bravery in what you did at the Palace of Trials. Um... Hmm. It's taking a long time to respond, Thane. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you were saying. <laughs> Thaddeus is high. This isn't fair. No. In that, in that <laughs> silence, in that silence, you hear just like a, just a, of me just yes. chomping the just one chomping last, the one last chip I have. Um, Thaddeus says, "Well, this is kind of a bit of a predicament, as I love." the idea of seeking out your culture and understanding you further there is just a small problem of where I come from it is seen as dubious to have church and state be married together it is what I would consider to be more pragmatic to rely on the ideas of logic when governing. <laughs> Humans and, and their notions. <laughs> I would find it uncomfortable, to be perfectly honest. I'm not an individual that does well with praise. I hear what you're saying. The queen expects you to be there. The invitation was... Hmm, what would you say? Strongly suggested. Did we do something wrong? Wrong? What would you have done wrong? Well, it just sounds like this isn't a request. This is a mandate. You are sharp. Yes. Okay. Glad we understand each other. Good day. I didn't agree to a mandate. She's gone. (laughs) She kind of like, she's turned away and you say that and she stops and turns around and she says, Your agreement is ornamental. Thane, make sure our guests are prompt, okay? Enjoy your video games, boys. <laughs> well, I'd appreciate a moment of your time still. <laughs> she winks at you and says, very good, very good. So you're giving it then? Only if you will. <laughs> and she, like, she's, she stopped. You've already like, this tried is, to... This is a, uh, this is a, like, this is, she's actually, like, open to a trade here. You've already tried to take one of mine, though, by this mandate. I don't think that's very fair. What can you trade me for me being complicit in this mandate? Not taking your time. This is a this is a, a historical event. You would be willing to have humans at a historical event? Not any humans. Just you. Just me. Just the, t- you, the two of you. <laughs> I say thing. He is a he is quick with a sword and quicker with his tongue. Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Before you go, I have one last question. Why didn't Rosemary deliver this information? I'm just lucky, I guess. I feel like her and I would have got along famously. Really? Are we not getting along? I feel slightly hurt. That was not my intent. I guess I'm just longing for some personal time with Rosemary to get to know her a little bit better. Are you... Okay, I gotta ask. Are you trying to be suggestive or are you trying to, like, evoke some kind of reaction from her? I'm trying to read whether or not she has any understanding that Rosemary isn't what Rosemary seems to be. I mean, I'll let you roll an insight check after what you've said. Uh, okay. I'll roll an insight check. 
That is a 19. Her expression, like, changes a bit. It, uh, she knows that you're hinting at something. Mm-hmm. Um, but she doesn't, she's, she's not sure what it is that, like, specifically that you're driving at, like, yeah. So you can see that there's a change in, in her expression, and you're not quite sure what it represents. It may be concern. Okay. Uh, and then the last thing I will do, uh, Thaddeus says, well, I will allow you to take your leave with this blessing and then divine sense. Okay. Um, you get that she's a fae. Okay. I don't think fae was part of it, actually. Oh. I think it's just celestial fiend and undead. But... Oh, well, never mind. Okay, so you don't get a ping on any But I, I didn't get you fiend undead. You make the undead. shocking revelation that she is, in fact, a fae in the fae. All right. Tell Rosemary I say hi. <laughs> I shall. I shall tell her that you're eager to speak with her. You're just setting that suspicion meter, like, off the charts. <laughs> it's just spinning. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> Right, so, after the black market, uh, you find the old mansion covered in vines that Fyrden hangs out in. Now, Fyrden is a, a winter ladron. Unlike many of the ladron uh, you've seen, he's actually uh, broad-shouldered and his winter white hair is cut short. Uh, his eyes glow whitish and his frosty breath hangs in the air every time he exhales. And sometimes it dances in front of him, appearing to faintly take on shapes whenever he speaks. Uh, he's got several ornate daggers visible on his person at all times, and he clasps his hands uh, as you enter the mansion. Uh, and this sort of foyer, he has a ring on every finger, and a monocle hangs around his neck. And he says, Chai, I scarcely believe it. I had heard you had returned, and... Lo, it is true, and I've, I see that you are without these much ballyhooed human companions of yours, which I can only gather was for my benefit, as you know my general distaste for humans. I, Sarah did not, so she's glad that she made sure I do that. Um, I'll just say it's like, uh, yes, they uh, remain back at the court. Uh, it's good to see you. You as well. I've heard many things, many interesting things happening in the mortal plane. Uh, has the queen summoned you back to end your mission? Uh, no, actually. Uh, it's just, is it just us in this room? You hear footsteps like, like elsewhere in this, in this mansion. Like there's, there's like these really big staircases going up the left and right side. It's all covered in vines. There's like these little wisps of light hanging in the air, like miniature Aurora Borealis. But you hear footsteps like all around. Um, but you know that from your past experience that this is like, that this mansion here is an echo of an identical mansion on the material plane. Um, so the footsteps that are being heard are like echoes from from another plane. So right now it's just the two of you. Super cool. Um, okay. So I'll say it's like, actually, that's kind of why I am here. I need your help. Really? Help? And you come to me in the Forever Festival, the depths of the festival, 
something tells me, Chai, that what you're about to ask me might be wondrously unethical. For me, yes. For you, I feel like it's right up your alley. The mission that I've been on has been very fruitful in some capacities. I have witnessed a great imbalance in magic, though I feel now it is in the opposite direction than I thought it was. The material plane, and I I fear quickly all planes, including right here, will be subject to a great evil. There is a creature hunting God's eye, and the only way to defeat it is with a great magical source, one that has been taken from the material plane, and conveniently lies exclusively in the queen's control. Now, as you can only imagine, she's not so willing to part with these items. So as it presently stands, I'm planning to steal them all, and I need your help to get out of town and into the Twilight Scape. He claps his hands together and his rings like make this musical jingling. I thought it might be something exciting, but I had no idea. I never would have guessed it would have been something like this. You realize that even if someone had heard you say what you just said, what the consequences would be? Wow. You certainly have changed. I'm aware. I don't want to tell you too much. Uh, I mean, I fear I've already told you enough, but I needed you to know what you were mildly getting into. But I want, I want you to have some deniability. He says, I, I don't fear the courts here. I am well situated here atop this location to vanish anytime. If I wanted to disappear into the fracture, there I go. If I wanted to vanish into the Black Tree Mountains and rub elbows with the quiet, there I go. If I wanted to go to the plains and Silverhold, bah! all right beneath our feet. Didn't you know that? Tripartite fey crossing right here in this place. Very interesting. It's been a while since we've caught up, so no, I wasn't Mm. quite as familiar with your talents as of late. Yes, well, a lot of the smuggling of material comes through the fracture. You know, humans always wanting a little bit of magic, a little bit of expertise and knowledge, what to do with the goodies that they have. And the quiet, well, they're just as ravenous for it as anybody else, although they're less vocal about it. Yes, being so quiet. Uh, Have you had any recent relations with them? They also seem to be a part of this uh, quest for God's Eye. Hmm. Always. It's, uh, It's what made them. They were they were a proud people once, you know, and a particularly devastating God's Eye event it changed them forever into what they now are. They don't like they don't like being this way, you know. Powerful as they are, they want to go back to what they used to be, and they want God's Eye to accomplish it. And they're willing to go to quite great lengths to obtain it. How did they change? The, the magic warped them. Must have been a particularly volatile bit of God's eye that uh, that permeated their landscape. Me, I would just use it to uh, build something new here, you know? God's eye, you can plant it here in the Feywild and grow sometimes a citadel and sometimes a city. You know, that's 
how they made the five towers, you know. It's a single shard of God's eye. Do you think that the quiet would be negotiated with? Or would their quest for the God's eye trump all? Well, they venture out looking for it, and so people think that they are exceedingly aggressive and murderous, but really, if they had what they wanted, they would simply return to their homeland, try to undo whatever's been done to them, and and I I scarcely believe that anyone would hear from them after that. And they just want one God's eye? Oh, it takes more than one, I think, to undo all the all the changes that have been done to them. Anyways, so you need my help. You need my help to get you out of the city and into the Twilight Scape. It's a very tall order, Chai. Very tall order indeed. I have some thoughts on how to square this. Okay. The Frost King, Calais, the Winter Lord, he... Calais, Calais? Calais, yes. C-A-L-A-Y. He has uh, banished me from the court, and I feel that if he were to meet a timely end, that my banishment would expire with him, and I could conduct my business more legitimately, and maybe with better contacts. You request I kill one of the lords of the court. I felt like that was maybe my first choice. Second choice, though... Hmm. I think I would need one thing from each of you and your two companions. Such as? A kiss. (laughs) (laughs) True love's kiss. (laughs) Oh, boy. Does he accept pancake recipes? Does he accept shawarma? (laughs) I've got a lucrative franchise opportunity for you. For the amount of risk that we're taking, I feel that I need years, human years, and a secret from one of your companions. And from you, and this is going to be the second time that this happens, he points at your necklace. He says, that or your seasons. How many years would you ask of them? Depends how good the secret is. If the secret is good, fewer years. If it's a bad secret, I think 20. What if they don't have a secret? (laughs) Everyone has one. One of my compatriots has had his his memory magically taken from him. I'm sure he had them. I just don't think he knows them. Well, then the other one hopefully has a secret. And what about you? Will you part with your necklace or will you surrender your seasons and remain in autumn for the rest of your days? <gasps> no. A winter. Offer him time. And we can give him a whole bunch of herbs. <laughs> the H is silent. <laughs> I think it's pronounced herpes. <laughs> Uh, no, no, we're giving him a bunch of small men named Herb. <laughs> we're giving him a basket of Herbies. If I give you the necklace, but you ask nothing of the others, what else would you require of me? The necklace and two seasons of your choice. So to be clear, this will 
mean that you can no longer use the, like, change into these seasons. Yeah, I won't be able to. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure by now I've, I've, like, done detect magic on the necklace or something like that. Like, I've figured out if there's anything magical about it. Is it just, like, very pretty or... It is magical. Yeah. Yeah, so in, in terms of, like, the actual thing that it does, like, this was a gift from Thane, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he gave it to you to protect you, um, and it would allow you to reroll a third failed death save. I look at uh, I look at Ferdin. I'm like, if I made you a counter offer that came with some conditions, would you be interested to hear it? My business is negotiation. Please, lay it on me. <laughs> Stop it! Suck it no. to me. <laughs> Counter offer death. <laughs> I take out my dagger and I cut the god's hand <gasps> in my stomach. <laughs> my counter offer is watching surgery. <laughs> I like I'll I'll keep it like I'll basically show him that like I've got it inside of me. I'm not gonna take it out fully yet. The magic was in you all. Be <laughs> <laughs> like Would you be interested? Very I mean, in the god's eye, right? Not in your organs or anything? Yeah, not in just my open organs. Yeah, no. Jesus, Ferdin, you're in some weird shit now. I've made some weird deals, okay? I I can only imagine. Obviously, this is an extreme method of transportation. I just don't want this getting into the wrong hands. I think you could do some interesting things with it, as I think I've learned that the court structure might not be everything it's cracked up to be. But... You are never allowed to give this away. It must stay in your possession. This cannot be part of any other trade you ever make. Any other barter, any other agreement. This must remain in your custody. This is a powerful item, as I'm sure you know. And as you've mentioned, other people are looking for it. And I do not want this falling into the wrong hands, or worse, falling into the hands of people who are trying to go... To, to make things worse, to go against what we're trying to achieve. So I'm asking you, Ferdin, as my friend, for what we could have been, will you make that deal? So he would be able to... He would be able to use it. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. like I'm not saying like he can't ever use it, but he can't trade it away. He, like, it has to stay in his possession. Mm-hmm. Like, he can use it and it disappear, like, if it, like, uses the god's eye up. Right. But he can't, like... Like so, he can make his palace. He can do whatever he wants. It's obviously got to come with some price. I mean, yeah. can't, but I don't want him to give it to a gray Aladrin or give it to the uh, the court or make give it to the quiet as some part of deal. Like that's what I'm trying to avoid. He he can like barely look away from it. And he says, "Yes, yes, I'll make that deal. You keep it with you until you and your companions are safely at your destination." cast cure wounds on myself again, heal it up. And I extend my hand as if to make the deal. He extends his. His grip is just as cold as you remember it. He says, You just tell me when. When and where. And I'll secret you and your friends off. Out of danger. What is the best way to get a hold of you if I send an animal messenger your way? Is that probably the fastest um he will he goes to uh, like a mantle over over a crackling 
orange fire and he rummages through like this uh this large vase and you can hear like metal clanging and he takes out two small stones and he hands one to you and he says this is the sending stones are paired to each other so all you need to do is talk as though i'm standing right next to you technology right these changing times am i right excellent uh just so you have a bit of context we will likely need escape from the queen's chambers themselves so just as a heads up that's probably where we'll be meeting Mm. okay likely during the time of omens okay it will be an interesting challenge but i'm up for it it was nice seeing you ferdin until we see each other again Yes, very soon. Okay, so that concludes that scene, and the last bit is uh, is determining... Sorry, actually, you tell me what methods uh, or, or what aspects of the heist uh, are still left to discuss. We, we can, unless there's anything that Kevin or Matt want to talk about, we can sort of fast forward to when everybody's back together. Yeah, I guess mostly I was going to just say from the conversation with Faridan, I do I gather that like he'll be able to get us out of that room? Like we don't have to plan a interim exit strategy? Like he think like do I gather that we we can get out from that room directly? I mean, are you you are you wanting to talk like that like specifically with him? I guess kind of like like basically like I'll ask like do you think you can get us out of that room or should we meet you somewhere else? Mostly because I'm like, do I need to figure out spells for the exit? Is what I'm. How fast does the ripcord pull the parachute? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, basically. That's the only thing where I'm like, do like, because then, then if he gives us a location, mm. then that might be part of the planning. Is all. He just says, he he sort of like is tapping his ring fingers together, and he says. If I remember the Queen's Chambers correctly, the aviary has a window to the outside. Yes. So, just jump when I say jump. And leave the rest to me. Okay. Uh, So, yeah. I think we're... I think then when I'll make my way back, uh, I'll give a couple more good berries to uh, the beast. Snapdragon? On my return trip. Yeah. Oh, Snapdragon, right. Okay. And, uh, and I'll oh and I'll, uh, I'll give uh, like Seraphin a thank you. Uh, it's quite uh, lovely meeting your friend. Oh, I can tell Snapdragon likes you. I'll try and give it a pet without it biting my hand off. Ooh, roll for initiative. <laughs> yeah, fuck. <laughs> you are fighting a dragon turtle. Chai <laughs> yeah, shows up missing a hand. So things went mostly well. <laughs> <laughs> the ring is gone now. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Matt, Kevin, is there anything that you wanted to go over before Chai rejoins you? Not that I can, not that I can think of. How about you, Tug? Not that I can think of. No. So, um, unless you want to talk it over now, uh, we, you could either like put the finishing touches on your plan of action or. If you're if you're generally un- unsure about what to do, we could sort of put a bookmark it uh, bookmark in it there and pick pick that back up. What does everybody think? Uh, I mean, you you have your exit realize. you have your exit planned out, and it's just I think it's just dealing with the guards, right? 
Yes. I also just realized I cast Goodberry and Cure Wounds. Do you want me to roll oh, yeah. for my God's Eye explosion? Fucking right, I do. <laughs> While it's still in me. <laughs> These good it's, berries it's, uh, blow on, up the dragon turtle. Yeah, D100, right? Uh-huh. Uh, 57. Okay. And 33. Okay, so f- so 57 was for the good berries and... Yeah, we'll say because that was the first spell. Right, okay. So just to retcon a tiny bit, like, you had, um, you know, put your hand on a banister going up the side of the ship and it caught fire and you quickly realized that you weren't <laughs> able to touch anything for a minute. Without it catching on okay. fire, um, just like hands in the armpits, just like no, um, and your armpits 30- will catch on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty-three. I think you've had before. You felt like this surge of power, and you know that if you had cast like a damaging spell within the next minute, it would have been amplified. Um, but that subsides after after about sixty seconds. So nothing too crazy. Cool. Okay. So yeah, um, dealing with the guards is that. Has that decided that you're just going to concuss them? I was so just uh, if we're all back together now and you've relayed this to me from Thane, I'll ask Thane, like, do we know what the debt is of the soldiers that are there? He says that it's probably not even them personally. It's likely that like something that they're like that their family is in. Oh, like they volunteer as tribute? Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Ugh, noble people. Right. Or are you going to try to do the thing where you try to convince them to lie? I think there's a lot of risk with doing that. Well, there's a lot of risk now officially, because they want us at the vote. What? Oh, you... <laughs> I nice. guess I'm hearing yes, this now. Yes, yes sir. I in, wasn't in the room. Take inspiration that is, that for that. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I was about to say Thaddeus relays the predicament. But... <laughs> Excuse me? That was so, like, well. your reaction was so fucking good. <laughs> well, um, we have a tiny What wrinkle. was said, exactly. <laughs> uh, Jelly wants to <laughs> have uh, the human guests honored by attending the Time of Omens stuff. Um, essentially, they want us there because I bet they think we're going to do something dumb. Did they just request you or all of us? Just the boys. So Thane as well? I don't know about that. Thane, are you supposed to go to that shit? Hmm. He, he, as a as a royal, yeah, he's expected to be there. He okay. So Thane has this idea of of him. He suggests that he owes a favor to the council to get her out before the vote. That the councillors would get her out. What? Get who out? The queen. I'm I'm confused. Thane has a favor to get Thane would to the council to get the queen out of the room before they vote. Thane would go into debt to the advisors to the Rosemary, Angelica, and Carta. He would go into oh. debt to them in exchange for them getting her out temporarily. Oh, he says it's so risky. Like she, she wouldn't, and the queen so might they see wouldn't, through it. 
So potentially they wouldn't realize that we weren't there. For like they weren't there as well, kind of thing. Is that what you're that's what he's I, suggesting? For them, yeah, for the for, for the chambers to be empty. Like pre vote, get the queen out of the room so we can go do our thing. Mm-hmm. And oh, then before we the, the vote. vote. Sorry, that's where I was. Sorry, I was confused. I thought this was all happening during the vote. I'm like, this the vote's in the room now. <laughs> he says that I will be in debt to those three. I can't remember well, if you've told Thane that one of them is a fiend. I was I was just about to say we. Yes, we there's did. A yeah, yeah, big we did. Old wrinkle with that. Yeah, plan. that's. I don't know if I'm okay with that. Because I had another idea. Go on. It's another bad idea. How bad is it? I could I could go and try and see if I can use that as a way to be like, hey guys, did you know? And then stab Rosemary so that she turns back. Then you're a room in the room of the strongest fae in the entire And proving my point that there's a fiend in the room. That's the That's the crux. Mm. It's a bold strategy. Yeah. Oh, it's I. I led with it's a bad plan. Like th- this would be at the vote or just in the queen's chamber. At the vote. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> a bold. Mo- it's a bad move in the time of omens to murder an advisor <laughs> while not an advisor but still a fiend. All of it is. All of it's not so omeny. As Tim the dungeon um, master, I gotta say I'd be so fucking psyched to see how that play out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Away, Buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> Again, the fucking Steve. Yeah, still can't get his name right. <laughs> um, Jesus. No, the only other option is trying to get her out of the chambers. Has, has Grease Trap given us any indication that she's leaving for, like, any amount of time? Not yet, I don't believe. Not so far. Thane, can you word this as owing a debt to the position of the council not necessarily to the devil that is currently a council member would quote unquote would i also know that like would i know if these deaths like if he makes this deal and we leave to go like if like because he's about to be like a wanton felon like is this deal gonna have power over him while we're trying to do stuff like could they like curse him or something oh yeah when you call in a favor I mean it follows you yeah I know that was my fear there's no good options so I, I think like to me the options seem to be either to manufacture a reason to get her out or you wait for the for the vote to happen and then try to time it very precisely where you're going in doing the thing and getting out before somebody comes looking for you. Right? Yes. Thaddeus just doesn't want this lack of presence at this vote to persuade them to go to war against the humans. The other option. So I guess Thane would say to that, like, if if we're successful with this, like, and, and I guess Thane still doesn't really explicitly know about the danger with the council. Uh, Thaddeus oh, we've t- Well, no, no, no. We've definitely said with Rosemary. Like, we said that before. Oh, okay. Um, I, I mean, that might be that, that might be grounds for us to, like, remove her. And if somebody else is 
put in in her in her place, then it would be it would be difficult. Like, because the vote has to be unanimous, and so if whoever gets in, like Thane, would not vote for it. So I feel I feel like now we're now we're kind of seesawing between doing the heist and getting out versus conf- like versus a confrontation. I I think regardless we have to kill Rosemary. Like I don't see a way around that right now cuz I think that might I just cuz like so the uh, like yeah, like basically like the options are like somehow well there's the third option which is you guys do go to the time of omens and be there and I do this. Which is not a great option. No, it's a bad one. But cuz I'm sure you guys would be held as well, because you have been my accom- not accomplices, but like you've been with me this entire time, so I'm sure they would hold you. Could you could could you store one of Gutterwood's fireballs in your ring? Anyone can put a spell in there, and anyone can use it. Oh shit! As long as you have the level to cast it. Well, this sounds like a problem itself. Is itself. what I just read. <laughs> um. So sorry, Matt. Did you say that you you did tell Thane that there's a fiend? Yeah, we we had all. I believe we had already told him. Okay, is what Sarah had. Yes, no, we had discussed this because we had asked how like Rosemary's behavior had been. Like we had talked about this, like just after we kind of reunited. Um, Yeah, it says any creature can cast a spell into the ring. Get in the ring, because that's the other thing. Is we also brought this to the queen's attention. We tried to convince her of it too. Were you explicit with saying that she's a fiend? I didn't think that you were. Yeah, yes, she I did. Yeah, oh, yeah. She just didn't believe She just us. didn't do anything about it. Like, I let her know. Like, yeah. I, when right, I pulled right, her right. aside, I let her know right away. That's why I said if I just kill her in the middle of the court and she turns back into a fiend, that I was right. And then the queen can be like, oh, I misjudged these people. <laughs> yeah, so it, any creature can cast spells into the thing. I read that as regardless of who's wearing it, mm-hmm. because it doesn't say the bearer wears yeah. cast spells. The spell uses a sl- uses the slot level spell save DC and attack bonus and spellcasting ability of the original caster, so it would be Gutterbird's stats, but it's otherwise treated as if you cast the spell. So yeah, it's very, it's outlined as if anyone. So you can could cast you, he could cast that in there the day before, regain the slot. Yeah, like it doesn't use hold, a yeah. slot as long as I'm a bill like. I guess it doesn't even say that. Like, basically, like, anyone can put it in there as long as you've got the spell to cast it into the ring, like, the slot to cast it into the ring, and it doesn't doesn't burn anything. It just uses the, the stats of the other creature. All right, so is that the plan that you're going to... The, the Gutterbird and Thaddeus will go, and Chai will head into the chambers? So that's, that's one option. So, like, Thane's option was that we kill Rosemary, or... Publicly Depo- display. Depose her. Yeah, depose her one way or another. Um, and then he takes her spot on the advisory council and, like, keeps the vote going? Was that what he was suggesting? No, that if if it gets brought to light that there is a literal fiend, and I don't know if I conveyed this last time, but he's very dismayed to, to learn that there's this evil presence, like, right in their midst. Um, he says if it's brought like out publicly that the queen's been influenced by this evil, then you know he would he would seek to basically supplant her like there and then. Would would I think that perhaps like dispel magic would get rid of this like illusion that 
she's creating or would I get that this is more of like a natural ability that this fiend might have? Would I be able to tell? Oh, wow. I opened it right to the right page. How about that? Oh, look at you go. What page number is that? <laughs> Let me just see here. It's page number... <laughs> go fuck yourself. 69 for 20. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, that's a huge book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah. Because, like, if publicly I could dispel the magic, then I'd go... Or I could Time give... to Google does dispel magic. Because I have other area of effect spells that are not, it's not fire, but it would do similar. Like I cast like a storm spell. So like I have other means of creating damage in, a, in an area equal to fireball. Yeah, the only reason we had picked fireball was it was going to hit all of them at once and then we could get out. Yeah, I have things that could yeah. do that. Okay, so you don't think that this is like a magical spell that you can dispel for Rosemary? I don't think. Okay. If that is the case, then you guys all go and do that. Do I simultaneously conduct the heist? Or do we wait? Like, it still doesn't solve the problem of us being in separate places. Because I'm, I'm correct in the assumption, from what I'm recalling from them, that my presence was not requested. They only said that we had to go. That's all Angelica said. She didn't say anything about you. And I, from my, like, my stature, like, I wouldn't be in the room either, right? I mean, you'd be invited. You would be, like, I th <laughs> I guess technically they didn't say you had to be there. I think you, they were just assuming that you would be if your two companions were there. Well, that's dumb on their part. <laughs> I was going to say, words, words have meaning here, yeah, Tim. assuming in the Feywild. <laughs> Bold yeah, strategy, DM. It's the brother of all fuck-ups. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Mother, brother, any other sucker. Thane, if we expose Rosemary in some capacity, and you do try and take the throne from your mother, which is a bold coup at the time of omens, let's also just make that out there. You had mentioned wanting to come with us, though. Would you stay? He says that, um, you know, he doesn't want to treat the threat from the Twilight Scape the same way that Cilia has, so that he, so he would go still. Wait, hold on a second. If you became king, then you could just let us into the room and take the magic items. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> this is this is true. But you've also made that deal with Faridan already. We'd still need an exit. We still might, like, if... So she may resort to violence. Yes, we'd still possibly. And the guard's what, loyal to what, her. What, what uh, level and class would you say? <laughs> Does she hang out with an arch? <laughs> would you say she's an arch fan? <laughs> <laughs> um, that is a spoiling for a fight. Fuck, this really messes up our plans. No, it's all fucked. <laughs> we should pick one or the other and do it. Yes. <laughs> and you know what? You're going to tell me that offline because I think we got to wrap it up and we will... <laughs> oh, yeah. The three of you can we'll, confer we'll, if you want we'll to... Muse. Do, yeah, we'll muse on do it. Do a smash and grab or do <laughs> a... Or a political smash and grab. <laughs> or... How long will it take her to get from the chambers to the time of the, the room? We'll use that window to do the smash and grab. 
Thaddeus paces it out with his stopwatch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can get Gutterbird to do a I guess, flyby. Okay, so Thane would say, like, if... Like, you could always do the overthrowing when you come back from the Twilight Scape. That might be the better move. I think we should do the overthrowing once, hopefully, we're back. Because I, just... I think we'll be outlaws, obviously. Oh, yeah. But I think that if we expose Rosemary then, it might be the better... I just don't want us to take too long in the Twilight Scape and then have to come back to a already destroyed human civilization because the Fae were like, these guys didn't come to our party. <laughs> yeah, but if... if he, when Does Thane have an idea as to when he could conduct this coup? Like, if we kill Rosemary now, plant the seed of mistrust, peace out to the Twilight Scape, come back, and then could he make his claim? Because I also don't want Rosemary affecting this vote. I would need witnesses to see that she's a fiend. The queen already knows that she's a fiend and doesn't give a fuck, apparently. So I'd need other people. She's been told by us that she's a fiend. She doesn't believe us. Yeah, but a good queen would have checked somehow, and she's done nothing. Well, yeah, it didn't say she was a good queen. Well, I think she. <laughs> I think more so what she knows is that it's not a good sign in the time of omens to reveal that. Potentially. Is I think more along the lines of what's happening, but yes, that's what I was wondering. I mean, I think Thane would. Thane's all in favor of killing Rosemary. I guess we'll get that on the record. Yeah. Um, he's concerned that if you do that and then leave the queen for like a few days and come back, that she's had time to like regroup, create a narrative around this. So you you shouldn't be a part of the heist. Then you should stay do the coup and then meet us? Or would you want us to stay for the coup? Come for the magic items. Stay for the coup. <laughs> yes, right? <laughs> and you've got all the sights. <laughs> um, okay, so I guess now we're getting into it like a... The coup wasn't on the table before. A, I know, this is throwing everything of, off like, now. Okay, a plan of like, uh, like Thane causing the distraction during the vote... Is it like Thane exposing yeah. Rosemary while well, you three handle the, the heist? Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Like, Thane does his own shit while the vote's, like, while everyone's getting settled for the vote. So it's not like, they're not here, that's suspicious, right away. While we're already doing that, but Thane takes that moment with everybody there to s- get rid of Rosemary. Or at least expose her as a fiend, because then I'm sure other people will probably jump in and help. Mm-hmm. Thane likes this plan. Yeah, like, I think that might be the way to go I'm on board and then that way if it goes horribly then he can at least have a different strategy I don't know yep I think that might be the way to do it like literally as she's leaving her chambers it's like we do like five seconds and then we start this plan like we she's about to get to the room we pop off and so does Thane I'm in yeah I like it do it. So, Thane, that means, though, that we'll be on the edge of the Twilight Scape. We won't know how this is going. Like, if I pull this ripcord of Ferdin getting us out, are you coming with us with Ferdin, or are you going to find your own way to the Twilight Scape? He says that he may not be able to join you, depending on how it goes here. Um, but he he thinks that this is the best way to ensure that you can get what you need to handle, Do the, thing. handle the Grey Eladrin and find and rescue Basil if you can. Then I think that that's I think that's it. I think that's what we do. Set in stone. It is decided. Do you have a way? 
Thane, do you have a way of like messaging me, letting me know? If he's around. He could tell some. He could like um, grease trap. No. Oh yeah, the grease trap can stay. Possibly. I don't know what the range is on that. But oh like. yeah. Uh, grease trap can be anywhere on the same plane of existence. Oh baby. Oh right, because you got crazy familiar powers. Yeah. yeah. So he could hang around, see how it goes, and let us know. And he could, and we could possibly let Grace Trap know where we're at. Well, I think Kevin could probably, I think Kevin can dispel him and resummon him with Find Familiar. Sounds about right. And if all that's too complicated, then he'll find somebody to use, like, sending or some shit. Okay. We'll figure it out. Okay, but I think that's the plan then. Set in stone! No take backsies. That's all we're doing. <gasps> all right. Yep. Oh, Next episode. Heist again. The re-heisting. The re-heisting. The, re- the, re- the heisting is happening.